What's going on, guys? Welcome here to the Survivor Analyst Podcast, and that's right, we are back. I'm your host, Josh Mims, and uh, joined with me here, as always, Dustin King. What's up, guys? My name is Dustin King. Uh, trying to speak extra fast because Josh said we apparently sound slow whenever we he listens back to the podcast. Uh, maybe it's because we're Southern. I don't know. Also, I hope everybody's doing okay. Yeah, I, see, I made the mistake of telling Dustin. I was like, I was listening back to our podcast because I haven't. It's been a while. We, we're finally back. Yeah, the last time we uploaded an episode was way back in June 16th. And so we're back. We're coming back. We're going to finish off season 35. And uh, after having done the podcast in a while and after listening to all kinds of other podcasts, it was just going back and re-listening to some of ours. We just sounded so slow. We talked so slow. And uh, yeah, so now he's uh, trying to compensate for it by speaking super fast. But Hey, listen. I don't want to be written off as a hick, all right? I will over-enunciate, and I will speak much faster from now on. I don't want... No. No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm self-conscious of it. Thank you for pointing it out even more. Now that I think about, you know, what, several hundred people at this point with some of the episodes actually hearing my voice, it uh, makes me a little nervous. kind of nervouses me a little bit. Yeah, I know. We're finally back. We need to kind of uh dust off the rust of our podcasting wheels and uh yeah so we're going to be looking we're continuing season 35 we watch we are we just rewatched uh or, or for dustin he just watched for the first time episodes five and six of survivor triple h it's all about the game i was waiting on it <laughs> we didn't we didn't say anything beforehand but i just knew i just knew it was gonna come in with that <laughs> hey always always all right so let's kind of jump into this the very first episode that we've seen uh it was rourke that ended up going home and she was on the soko tribe and uh she was in a she was in a position where she was the only healer on a tribe with uh two heroes and two hustlers and uh, that was, you know, I think anybody else would see that as a pretty good position to be in because with two different sets, you would think that each set would be trying to kind of compete for her to be the third to overtake the other set of pair. And uh, it didn't work out for her. So. Yeah, I was happy to see Rourke go. Chrissy is a friggin' queen. <laughs> like, there's Sandra, top queen, and... I haven't watched all of the survivors to really know, but right now, Chrissy might be second place queen for me. Like she is a freaking boss, dude. It's like when they were talking on the beach, and Rourke was like, "You know, I'm listening to what she's saying, but I have no intention of actually voting with her." And Chrissy just knew it. Like she read, she read her like a book, dog. And it was, it was. I was like, this This is the kind of players that I like. So, like, before all of this, before we stopped for a minute back when we had last watched it, I would I would have said that Ryan was my favorite player, but now, now Chrissy is definitely my favorite player. It, no contest. She is exactly the kind of player that I would hope that I'd be if I went to, uh, if I got the chance to play Survivor. Except maybe a little bit better at challenges, but other than that, like, dude. And so, and I guess it, maybe it was the juxtaposition between me really liking her and Rourke seeming like she's like super confident and stuff. And I'm like, you, you, you don't know what, who you're messing with. And I was told, Josh told me that she was a super fan. Well, no, she said it in the, in her uh, confessional afterwards. That she was a super fan, I was like, Josh, if you ever get on, if you ever get to play, don't don't be Rourke, don't be Rourke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was, I don't know, I was not happy with her situation at all. Overconfident. I'm sure she's a great person in real life. Yeah, I know she she found herself in this swing position, and I felt like she almost felt like she was. Uh, 
invulnerable. Like, oh, she was completely safe. I'm in this swing position. These two sides are trying to compete for me to join their team. So I'm the one that's safe and I have all the power. And I think that that really got to her head. And, uh, yeah, yeah Chrissy was like, I'm voting for you, Miss Smarty Pants. I was like, oh, yes. Oh, let me not hit the cord. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely like the battle. Like they, they were just, as soon as they identified each other as like Rourke saw Chrissy as her biggest threat and Chrissy saw Rourke as her biggest threat. And it was just, there was no way that they were going to get together to be able to work together, that it was either one or the other. There, you know, there couldn't yeah. be two, you know, there two of them on the same tribe. There can only be one. There can only be one. And Chrissy won. <laughs> yeah, won Chrissy that pulled one. out the sword and chopped off her head. <laughs> what is what is that movie called Highlanders Highlander, yeah, yeah yeah rich would be proud <laughs> um but honestly like okay like pulling back and uh, trying to objectively examine rourke's final moments and the way that i view that she messed up she was way too obvious that she didn't have any intention with in working with chrissy uh, she gave it away, like in her silence and her lack of at least pretending, trying to pretend she's bad at lying and she's bad at pretending at, at the very least. And so that's what gave her away. And then she could have at the very least sold it a little bit more, made Chrissy feel safe. And then I, I think that Chrissy would have went home, like, cause who, who I don't know, like JP or something, was probably who Chris who was like trying to offer up, because she was like, we can do an all woman's thing, and and Rourke was just like, yeah, we could, we could, we can do that. Not and like, oh, hold on, no, she didn't even sell it that well. Yeah, yeah, we could, we could do that, like, more like that. So I think that was her. That was where she messed up. She definitely did not make Chrissy feel safe, and she let her pride and her, I guess, supposed supposed superiority in that moment show too much, and it just didn't. It didn't work for her. And then we also had we had Ryan on this tribe who was so Rourke had Allie on her side, and then Chrissy had JP on her side, and then you have Ryan who's kind of stuck in the middle because he's been working with. Allie this whole time on the Hustler tribe, and then he has Chrissy, who he had uh, given the advantage to early in the game, and so he had, here. here's Ryan stuck in the middle, and he has to make a decision, and either decision he makes, he's going to make someone mad, whether it's Chrissy or whether it's Allie, and ultimately, he ended up going and siding with Chrissy and JP over Allie, uh, so Dustin, do you think that he made the right choice or should he went with Allie and Wark? Well, considering that Allie is now gone or after, after that episode, Allie goes home. No, but if I'm trying just to watch it in the moment and I don't know that Allie's getting voted off next. Um, well, would she have gone next? Because if, if he went with them and voted out like Chrissy, then... They would still have the numbers, and then it would have probably been JP going home. Right, right. For Allie, it would have been much better for her if uh, he would have voted with her. All right, she'd she would still be in the game after episode six. Yeah, one hundred percent. Was it smart or a good play for Ryan in the moment? Again, pulling back. And as I said, that Chrissy has taken over my spot for favorite player right now. And that's because I feel like she is probably going to be the most strategic player, the most uh, underhanded and dirty player, but also get stuff done player. Joe is pretty close to, to that. Um, so that's dangerous for, for Ryan. Uh, I mean, Ryan, as he described himself as a weasel, she what are weasels? Don't don't ferrets eat weasels? <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure how pretty, that works. I'm pretty sure ferrets eat weasels. I'm thinking of this story called Ricky Tiki Ricky Tiki Tavi. 
No, that's a snake. It's a mongoose. I'm a dummy. Anyways, whatever the <laughs> a weasel's natural predator is, I'm pretty sure Chrissy is that animal. Maybe for the moment, it will be a good play for Ryan. And maybe, I mean, I don't know how things are going to go. Maybe Chrissy is a lot more loyal and isn't as cutthroat as I'm assuming she's going to be. Allie was definitely as emotional as she was. I think Ryan could have definitely manipulated her a lot more than he's going to be able to do with Chrissy. So, with that said, I think that Ryan should have voted Chrissy out. I think it's going to come back and bite him. Yeah. So, do you think Chrissy will be the demise of Ryan? I don't know. I don't know. I feel... <laughs> I hope so. I want. I kind of want to see it now that I've talked about it. <laughs> but... I'm going to speak it into fruition. <laughs> Who knows? We'll see. But I kind of, I do kind of want to see it though. But my my gut feeling tells me that it won't be because it's Chrissy's idea. It'll be because she'll be like, okay, it's either me now or him now, and it's going to be him now or something close to that. So I don't think it's going to be Chrissy's idea, and she may even push back against it a little bit, but she, when it comes down to it, she's going to pick herself over, over Ryan. That's, that's, that's my guess right now. Yeah. Josh already knows, and he's just fired. <laughs> and it, it really didn't help Chrissy's case that she really sucked in that immunity challenge there. She did. <laughs> she, she definitely did, but if you're going to hold Chrissy to that standard then you have to hold Ryan to that standard too yeah and and that reward challenge the one where he had to like worm crawl in the sand he just kept losing the ball and losing the ball and it was just it was a mess yeah and you need those reward challenges I feel like those those challenges are when the most rapport is probably built between people among a tribe because they're all gathered around this this thing celebrating and everybody's happy. And when everybody's happy, it's easier to make friends for the most part. So, it, you know, the divide in the group could maybe, maybe that blame could be laid at Ryan's feet. Just, just a thought. Yeah, one of my favorite, my, or the favorite moment for me in that episode. So Chrissy goes to try to get... Uh, see where JP's head's at. And uh, he immediately goes, well, I think we, we need to keep Warwick because she's good in these challenges and we need to start winning some challenges. And uh, and that's not what Chrissy really wants to hear. So she says, you know, uh, well, she approached me talking about some kind of all-girls alliance and immediately he's like, oh, well, she's gone. We got to get rid of her. We got to get rid of her. So it was hilarious how quickly he just changed his mind right when she said, oh, Rourke's trying to form some kind of girl alliance. He so. didn't even consider the fact that she might be lying to him. <laughs> that man, like, both of Chrissy's hands were just cuffed, like, and he was just eating out of them. He was just like, okay, mom. Like, I mean, that's the kind of that's the kind of vibe Chrissy get, gives, and that's honestly not nothing against JP. I'm sure he's a great person in real life, but the way that the show frames him, he's definitely the dumb jock who probably needs help doing his math homework. And Chrissy is the mom that's like, it's okay, honey. You'll you'll get there. I'm sure. Like that's that's the kind of relationship that I see them having right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Is there anything else from this uh, tribe in particular? Um, at the tribal council, I don't know that I remember seeing a tribal council before where people went at each other's throats as openly as they did. Allie, right? Allie. Uh, Rourke. No, no, Allie is the, is yeah. the other girl. Yeah. Allie. Like, Allie starts off like, you know, if we hadn't have lost the challenge today or if somebody hadn't have done such a suck job, and, like, most times people are just like, okay, whatever. Like, they kind of, it feels like they just kind of take it on the chin. But then Chrissy was like, you talking about me? 
<laughs> yeah, she was she was shot out of a cannon. <laughs> she she did not. She was like, "No, nah, I'm not going to sit here and take this bull." <laughs> and so, and then Rourke just kind of like digging her own grave even more, and like just show overtly showing that. Not that she did a really good job of acting in the first place, but if you're really trying to make somebody trust you, you don't go out their throat at tribal council the way that Rourke did. I don't remember exactly what she said, um, but yeah, like I th- again going back to what I said earlier, 100% her game plan should have been ma- to make Chrissy feel safe, just to cover her bases at the very least, and she did a suck job at that. So, Queen Chrissy. Yeah, one thing I do want to talk about here at this tribal council is, uh, and we were talking about how Ryan was the, he had connections with Allie and Chrissy, and do you think that Ryan should have gave Allie a heads up, like, hey, I'm actually trying to lean towards uh, voting out Rourke tonight, Could because he gave her a heads up, or just let it be like a total blindside as it was? I don't know what... I really think he had to lose with, with telling her because JP was definitely not switching up on Chrissy. And if Adam was 100% firm in voting with Chrissy, I, I keep calling him Adam, Ryan. <laughs> Why? He, like, I'm saying Adam and I'm thinking about Adam from, what's his last name? Adam Klein. Yeah, I keep saying, like, I, I guess they remind <laughs> me of each other somehow. I don't know. Uh, Ryan. Like and Ryan was 100% dead set on voting with Chrissy, then, yeah, I don't see, because she's not going to be able to do anything unless she goes out and tries to find an idol. I would have, she probably should have been trying to do that anyways, and maybe they were, they just didn't show it. Yeah, I don't, there was nothing to be lost from what I can tell. From what is shown, there was nothing to be lost except their relationship being messed up. But, again, as we learn in the next episode, it really didn't matter because she was going home anyways. So, it maybe I don't know exactly what would have changed. Like, if she would have known versus she not knowing. I guess her feelings wouldn't have been as hurt. Well, I mean, that's what I was saying. I guess it doesn't really matter because she's not a part of the jury or whatever. Right. But if she was going to the jury, do you think uh, well, like it would have been like? Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. He should have, he should have, uh, he should have done it. And also, just to skip ahead real fast to Allie going home, whenever she was leaving, or was it during the vote? At some point, she was like, "All right, y'all, y'all keep messing around, and Chrissy's gonna win." And <laughs> like she knew, she knew. So going back to what I, what I think uh, Ryan should have did in voting Chrissy out, he, she she sees it. Ali is definitely. I think that's it for that tribe. Yeah. Um, so do you want to go to the red tribe or the blue tribe next? I like red more than I like blue. Uh, Red's my favorite color. Uh, color. 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 So we saw at the very beginning of this episode, we seen them throw. They were burning some bamboo on the fire, and uh, Ben was washing the dishes at the ocean, and he was coming up back up with it, and the bamboo started popping in the fire, and it sounded almost like gunshots going off. And Ben, as a uh, a military veteran, uh, it really kind of caught him off guard. All the the loud kind of unexpected noises, and it you could tell it really affected him. And uh, really kind of brought some of that uh, PTSD back to him. And uh, it really affected him. And uh, it was kind of good to see that the other players on that tribe were kind of, uh, you know, trying to, like, oh, yeah, you know, we're here for him. And even Lauren went down there to try to uh, uh, be there with him and see if he was okay and check on him and stuff. And what do you think about that? It's nice that it's nice to see that they don't, completely lose their humanity while playing the game right it is a game and it's going to get cutthroat and it's going to there's going to be backstabbing and stuff but they seem to have 
understand when it's time to lay that down. Uh, so kudos to them. And I think that Ben's story is one that is sadly happens a lot. And I can appreciate why Ben said that he was on the show during that time to try to be an example for, uh, military veterans who go off and fight in wars and uh, have people trying to kill them and stuff um, that PTSD is a really hard thing to deal with but he's trying to he was trying to be an example uh, to those people who struggle with that that you you can uh, move on you can get help and you can even though it's hard sometimes uh, not live in the past to uh, quote him I guess directly so uh, it's really it was a really brave thing uh, for Ben to go on the show uh, with that in mind because that kind of crap is, is it's hard to work through and being away from your safe people for uh, upwards to a month more than a month uh, can really take a toll on somebody so I can I can I can appreciate it I remember like in that moment I said to Josh I was like I can see why people like like Ben as uh, as a survivor person. Yeah, I really like Ben was out there to kind of be that role model for other veterans and show them that there that there that there is something worth living for and don't let the, all that everything that happened to you try to you know there is a you know uh, what was it that he said about don't let the past and and. Live for the future or something. Something like that. Yeah, it was like, something like that. But I thought that was really, uh, that that was a really good saying. Yeah, don't live in the past. Uh, you gotta live in the future or something like that. So what else from this tribe here? We've seen that um, Cole is super annoying. <laughs> oh, he's eating them out of house and home. Drop kick that dude. Like, what's wrong with them? Uh, yeah, so they let me talk about the reward challenge real quick. The reward was iced coffee and like you know, croissants and like cinnamon rolls and like just uh, stuff that you would normally find at a coffee shop. Yeah, like a coffee shop deal. And I was thinking to myself, like, ah, I just don't like me in everyday life. I'm not a big fan of like iced coffee, anyways. If I'm having coffee, I want it to be like hot coffee or something like that. And even that, I'm not a huge fan of coffee in general. But I mean, I'll eat the danishes and the rolls and stuff. But you know, I I just I, especially on Survivor too. Like yeah. I'd rather have fresh cold water than that. Yeah, I agree. I'm not a coffee fan. <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna put that out there right now. I can tolerate coffee, and every now and then I'll crave it, and I'll be like, okay, this is nice. But I'm not one of those people who go out of their way. It's like, I got to have my coffee every morning. But if I don't, I, I can't function. Like, like people are freaking addicted to the stuff, dude. I don't get it. And it doesn't taste that good. I don't, like, you have to add all this extra stuff to make it taste good. <laughs> Just, anyway, anyways. So, I agree. I would not have, like, been super happy about the idea of having coffee as part of my reward. But at least the rolls and stuff look good. Yeah. And so he was eating like all the jelly and the peanut butter. That might have been from like a previous reward or something. But yeah, he was just like definitely sneaking more food than other people for sure. Yeah. I would have wanted to punch him. <laughs> I like, dude, we're all hungry here. What are you doing? I need more food than y'all. That... <laughs> hmm. And so for Ben and Lauren, th this was their way of like really trying to find their way to win over Dr. Mike because Jessica and Cole, they're definitely going to be stuck together. Uh, Mike is a, a, he a healer along with them, so they're three against their two. And so that was their kind of, their kind of opening and try to win Mike over is this guy is so freaking annoying. Cole, he's eating us out of house and home. He's becoming more and more of a liability. Like, we just need to get rid of him. Come on, Mike. Let's, you know, stick with us and let's get rid of him. And um, so that was kind of their angle that they're trying to work at to kind of keep themselves alive if they had to go to the tribal council. But, it, you know, it turns out they never ha had to. Yeah. 
I don't remember what episode because since we watched them back to back, so they're kind of running together a little bit. Because Cole eating a lot of food was kind of talked about in both episodes. Um, but Mike had gone out to fish and like he had managed to catch a small fish. And Ben was like, you know, this dude, you know, sure it's a super small fish, but he's here, he's here trying to share it with the tribe, you know, give everybody a piece. And then Ben was like, but Cole, he went out and caught a pretty fairly big fish and he's just hogging it all to himself. And I think Ben said something along the lines of that's the kind of like, that right there shows you like who you want to work with and who you don't. So it's. I honestly, I don't think I've ever seen anybody in the game of Survivor eat that much food, like that stingily. Like y'all are out there on an island together, dude. What the frick are you doing? Why are you like? That's just you want to piss people off and want them to send you home. Eat their food. Eat the little bit of food that you already have. It's just asking for trouble. Like he's friggin' it's friggin' ridiculous. Yeah, that's like one of the basic rules of Survivor. You eat your share, you don't eat no more or no less. If you get food, you share it with everybody else. Mm-hmm. That's like just basic one Survivor one oh one right, right there. It's, or even if it works for you, maybe sometimes just go hungry. Like offer it to somebody else and just don't eat your part. Just some like there's plenty of like gameplay that could be made around food, just and, like in offering it up or eating too much or all that stuff. I don't know. It kind of kind of made me mad. Also, Doctor Mike is a friggin' baller. That man can dig. That man found him an immunity idol. I'm kind of sad that what's her face was there, <laughs> but other than that, I'm I'm very happy for Doctor Mike. Yeah. So we've seen where. Uh, it was Jessica and Dr. Mike were out there, and he uh, Mike knew previously that Jessica and Cole had found an idol around the well at their old camp. So he thought, well, hey, why don't I just try to dig around this well, and we'll see if we can find an idol here. And sure enough, he dug around and finally found an idol. So old Dr. Mike has an idol now. So. Heck yeah, dude. We're going to rock on Dr. Mike. All right, um, that's pretty much it for the the red tribe. Yeah, I think so. Pretty sure. And all right, so the blue tribe, uh, it was they went to tribal council last time, and that was the one where Joe played his idol to save himself and sent. I don't remember his name. Um, he's an NFL running back. Oh yeah, Allen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he sent Alan home. So at least you remember that. I just, I just completely blanked that. <laughs> even who, who the person, I didn't know if it was a guy, girl, who. But, <laughs> yeah, so he played, I knew he played the idol for himself, saved himself, and then sent Alan yeah. home. So now we have uh, one hero, one hustler, and then the two healers. Uh, against each other so it's like two that it's basically like two and two you have desi and joe against now uh, uh devin and ashley so it's like almost a deadlock and they i think they were willing to go to rocks i truly think that they would go to rocks no um, no what was her name again the blonde head one ashley ashley she turned on uh it's been so long I, I had their names uh, she would turn on the surfer dude whatever maybe I maybe. believe that 100% I mean I think uh, Desi uh, she she realizes just how big of a threat Joe is so I don't think it would really ever come down the rocks but if it actually did she's turning there ain't no way that I actually believe she's gonna not she no no. No. Who is it that you would think would flip? Uh, I, Ashley? Ashley. Yeah, 100% Ashley. Like, I think, like I said, I think Desi would be smart enough to be, like, not in this, not in episode five, but in episode six. She's like, 
Yeah, Joe's a threat. Like he's definitely a person who likes to use people. So I'm not against voting for him. Um, so she, like, she sees that. Uh, also, I feel like she needs more screen time. She's a freaking beast at challenges, and is apparently more confident than what we get to see. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll get to see more. But, but given this fake scenario where it actually, where they actually vote for one another, or you know, it's two two, and then it's like revote. Ashley would definitely flip, no doubt in my mind. She, she, like, I don't think she's a snake because snake equals cunning in my head, but she's definitely a uh, person who will probably try to do whatever she can to survive. So that's, that's, that's my impression. That's the impression she gives me. I don't know that, you know, I guess we'll see if that becomes a thing later on or not, but. I, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust her as far as I could throw her if I was old buddy. Yeah, I was so scared about them losing. I think it would be kind of interesting if they had went to tribal council, but they they don't go to tribal council, and then uh, to be able to test whether or not they would have went to rocks. But uh, yeah, even if they did, it would have been hard because I don't want any one of them to go. I, don't, I definitely don't want Devin to go. I definitely don't want like Joe or or Desi or really any of them to go. And so, yeah, it would have been interesting to see how that would have played out if they had uh, lost. Yeah, I think Ashley definitely flips in that scenario. Um, in which, oh, what's his name? Too good of a guy to really suspect, suspect it. Suspect, suspect. Devin. Yeah, Devin. He probably would have trusted her. And maybe, like, to to her credit, maybe that's, a, maybe that's proof that she actually can build relationships and have people believe her, but I wouldn't. She, she just gives me the uh-oh vibe. All right, that's pretty much it for this episode, for episode five. Is there anything else that you can think of? Um, Queen Chrissy. Queen Chrissy. <laughs> Queen Chrissy. That was like a tongue twister. <laughs> Hashtag Queen Chrissy. All right. Um, so now we're moving on to episode six, and this is where we see uh, the Soko or the Yellow Tribe go back to Tribal Council. And, well, let's first start off about the aftermath of the previous Tribal Council, where Allie gets blindsided because... Uh, Ryan tells her like, "Hey, yeah, I'm I'm voting with you, and we're gonna get rid of Chrissy." And then, blindsided, it's actually Wark that goes home, and Allie's mad because she knows she's on the outs now, and Ryan didn't vote the way that she expected him to, and so they it's like they get into it, and I like, you know, I would uh, like Ryan himself got so mad, and like I figured, uh that he would kind of either just be more intimidated by her or maybe that he would just kind of back down. But he actually kind of like flipped it around on her where he was like super mad. And they were both like going back and forth with each other. Um, and I think Allie, she should, I, I think, yeah, she was mad in the moment. And I think when you're, if you're playing a game like that, you have to kind of be like, okay, you kind of have to sit back get your emotions, uh, your emotions in check and kind of be like, okay, they blindsided me. I can't freak out. I can't go off because that's not going to help me none. I have to just like, all right, sit back, calm down, and come up with another game plan other than just flipping out and yelling and hollering. Yeah, kind of the same way that Sarah did in season 40 after Tony and others yeah, blindsided her. Sophie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh... Definitely, that's definitely what she should have done. Uh, but with that said, um, to your to your point, right? Ryan definitely does not seem like the kind of guy who is overly confrontational. Um, I think Allie had the right one hundred percent to be mad. Uh, I think if Ryan was as cunning or uh, relationship based as he thought thinks he is. He should have been more like, okay, 
first let's can we can we go somewhere else and talk about this first off uh, and then calmly listen to this person that you said that you are trying to work with, uh, not, not shoot off at the mouth and try to be angry. Like just in general, that's, that, that's the best way to approach an angry person in general, like life, life lesson guys, that's how you should do that. But instead he, he pops off at the mouth and tries to make a coherent argument which he failed at, like out of the two arguments between hearing Allie and Ryan, Allie definitely made the most sense. Ryan was just kind of like, duh, 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 like trying his best to string together a coherent statement, which really wasn't coherent because it didn't make sense whenever hearing him argue like that, because I, I know that because I do that too. Like if I get into an argument and the person has made valid points that I'm just too angry to admit that I'm wrong or that I did them wrong and say, just apologize and say, sorry, I will try my best to argue my way out of it. Usually failing. <laughs> and so, and that, that's what he was doing in that moment. And so, yeah, he kind of showed that he's not all that good. So, or not as good at the social game as he thought, uh, in my opinion. Yeah, I think I think he's a person that doesn't get in a lot of conversations and or get in a lot of confrontations in real life. And I think he knew like he's like, Oh crap, she is gonna be mad and I think that he just didn't want to look bad to everybody else. So he kinda just in his way of comp you know, compensating or something was just like to get mad and kind of argue oh no, I was in the right and this I don't know. It was definitely a. Uh, it was definitely weird for. I I just didn't really expect that out of him. Mm -hmm. I don't think. But yeah, I think both of them in that situation was just not. Right. Right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. For sure. For sure. If it wasn't Survivor, like if it they weren't playing a game, Ali had one hundred percent. Right to go off and explode like she did, to express herself and all that. But I do agree that. Uh, given that moment in time, she, it probably would have better to have just tried to push it down and swallow it. And generally speaking, that's not healthy, but in this moment, like in this game, you're trying to win a million dollars, you know, just, just hold it in or go off and take the machete and beat down a tree or something, like do something else. Don't, don't yell at people. Yeah. Um, so, and you know what? She has a right to be mad because guess what? She was voted out next time. I yeah. think I think once she saw Rourke go out, she knew that if she, they lost, that she was going to be the next one going home. That's what I think. Yeah, and that was definitely the feeling in camp. Uh, like you could tell, like she she was like, "Well, I'm screwed." But then Ryan like brought up, like started talking to her, and this is why we. I don't remember if this was before we started recording or after, but Josh had asked me, "Is like, do you, uh, do you think that, uh, Ryan had any intention of voting for or voting with Allie at all or voting for JP to vote JP out? And if this interaction hadn't happened, because like, that's a really douche move. Right, like there's if you're not going, if you haven't considered it even slightly, there's no reason to try and like reach out and be like, hey, maybe we can vote for JP. So yes, I do think that at least for a second he considered not voting for Ally. I forgot where I was going with that. Maybe that was the whole point. I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay, I remember. Okay. So yeah, so he he's right. He reaches out to Ally and is like, hey. You know, JP's a really big physical threat, but we're probably going to merge soon. If he makes it to merge, he could possibly win a bunch of hidden immunity medals. Okay. Individual immunity and make it pretty far in the game, be a really big threat. And I was like, okay, you know, I agree. This is, this is, you know, I think at that point she probably would have preferred to have gotten Chrissy out. Like, she didn't say that, but that's just me guessing. But she's like, okay, well, here's this here's this common ground. If I can just make it to merge, 
right? There are other people that I can lean on and try and be friends with again or partner with and all that stuff, right? It, it kind of makes sense, right, why you would want to get JP out. But the dude, like, you might as well take a stamp and put goat right on his forehead. Like, that dude is not, even if he made it, he, he could, honestly, he could win all of the individual immunities, make it all the way to the end, and I don't think anybody would vote for him. Like, he'd be a no-vote finalist, IMO. Yeah, it's almost like, why would Ryan want to get out of JP? Yeah, he wins rewards. So what? That's somebody who, you know, you're aligned with Chrissy. Chrissy's already proven to be able to manipulate him pretty easy. So he's kind of almost like a valuable tool to you in a way. Yeah, and I feel like that's probably what Chrissy presented to him after they got together and talked about who they were going to vote for. And that's probably... And what ended up changing his mind? Yeah, he might wanted he uh, he might wanted to have wanted to vote JP out at that moment with Allie, but yeah, Chris, there was no way Chrissy was going to vote out um, vote out uh, JP. JP. So what? So what was Ryan going to do? Like make it a tie? No, he ain't going to stick out his neck that much for Allie. So no, of course. Know. He's going to have to side with J, or yeah. JP and Chrissy on this yeah. and vote out Allie. So there was really, his hands were kind of tied, even if he really did want to work with Allie. Yeah. But again, like, I don't, I think, I don't think it took Chrissy. She didn't have to explain it too hard. She just like, dude, the fr- JP's a friggin' airhead. Like, we, like a puppet, control him. And like, mm, that's, that's true. Allie, on the other hand, she's very strong thinker she probably every now and again probably could do enough in a challenge to possibly pull out an individual immunity uh things like that so yeah 100 percent. there's no reason to get rid of jp at all like unless unless on down the road like he just is like <laughs> and like pulls off some kind of mask or something. It's like, you thought I was stupid. (laughs) (laughs) The ultimate troll at the final tribal council. He's like, ha ha, actually I got a PhD and a doctor. I'm not a firefighter. I'm actually a, a, you know, doctor, triple doctorate with MIT and Yale and Princeton degrees and stuff uh, merge merge is gonna happen and jp's gonna be like all right guys let's start drawing plans in the sand it's like this is what we're doing you're doing this i'm doing this this is who we're voting for this is why <laughs> and like draws an excel sheet in the sand <laughs> oh all right so uh, what else from this uh the yellow tribe um I think that's pretty much it. I mean, again, we can just ride like on just how little JP didn't like Jeff said it. Like Jeff was asking him a question and JP was explaining him something, and Jeff was like, "Yeah, so he pretty much didn't answer my question at all." <laughs> and I was like, "Dang, Jeff, you had to call him out like that." <laughs> <laughs> but he did and it was hilarious i don't think jeff likes jp either uh yeah you should have seen how yeah no because jp is so bland he likes somebody that's vibrant and jp just has like these short quick answers and jeff probably loves people who like to interact with him at tribal council they gets animated and when it, you when jeff Prost asks you questions he's gonna get mad if you give him like one or two word answers or something he wants you to really interact and dig well and he wants to bring out a lot of uh emotion and 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 words out of you and when you just give him like yeah you know i'm out here i'm doing great i'm good it's like what why are you even out here (laughs) so yeah you could definitely tell that jeff was ignored by him and he kind of like when he was like yeah he's kind of built out of granite you could have seen jp's like smile he's like oh yeah yeah." (laughs) he's like jp loki you just got insulted (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so aside from that that's 
That's it. That's all I can think of for that tribe. Well, let's let's talk about that immunity challenge because I want to talk about it because I that was one of the. I I don't know if I've, if that challenge had has been done before, uh, you know, before season thirty five, or if it's really been done since. But I it's, I really like that one. That was pretty, like a unique one. You know, I don't know if it's been played again before or since, but. Uh, there's been variations of like stacking the blocks that spell right. immunity, but that one in particular, where all the tribe members have to hold up the yeah. like the platform and stuff, I thought that was pretty unique. Yeah, it, it was pretty cool. I can make a guess as to why, if it hasn't made an appearance again, as to why. With as much as people watch and study the challenges, uh, Red Tribe, I don't remember their name. They Yawa. Yeah, they literally like halfway through the challenge they they figured it out like they two of they could all just literally whoever's putting this thing down could just walk with like like just taking a stroll and putting the block there and then walking back and then doing it again see that's when they first explained that challenge i was thinking like that's what what they were going to do like the other whoever its turn it was to bring the block to the center, the other three would just take up the slack, balance it among them, th- among those three themselves, and then the person who had the walk just could walk, set the block, and then come back. And while everybody else was trying to all balance it, while somebody was, like, that was way too complicated, and the Red Tribe, they were, the, like, one of the last ones to completely drop their thing, and they came back and caught both tribes yeah. with that strategy. And, yeah... Uh, you, you would have thought that the other tribes would have maybe like looked over and saw what they were doing, but holy crap, dog, we need to do that. Look, look, they just breezing through this. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, that's that's my guess as to why if it hasn't showed up again, it's because it is too easy. So, but yeah, it definitely like my mind didn't go to whatever you said. I was just like, holy crap, that looks hard. And I get it just goes to show that you gotta you know, put a lot more effort into thinking in the immunity physical challenges. You can't just like run at it like it's a football game or something. Which I mean football has strategy and stuff too, but Yeah, let's go ahead and we'll talk about the blue tribe again because I don't think there's as much to talk about there and we can probably knock them out. And once again, I think it all just comes down to that. We got the two sides and they're saying, well, if we lose immunity, we might have to go to rocks again. That's pretty much what their whole stick is at at the last two episodes, really. Yeah, and uh, Desi has shown that she is possibly willing to vote out Joe, but... The dude Joe found him another hidden immunity aisle yeah. right around the well. What is, why? Is, like, the well just their favorite spot to dig, to put immunity aisles? I guess so. I, th- I think what it is is that they try to, on all three camps, make it to where if you find, if you're, like, I think it what it does is it makes it interesting during swaps. If you were around with somebody who found an idol or you yourself found an idol in a certain place at one camp and you happen to get swapped somewhere else you can be like oh well guess what if it was here at this camp then i can go here and try to find it and then you could possibly find one or two or multiple idols but yeah maybe maybe so yeah he um he found like Devin, right Devin is that his name who's the surfer dude yeah Devin. so Devin. was following Joe around as, you know, Joe's pretending to, I guess, collect firewood or whatever. Uh, and Joe was like, I know that he's just here to watch me. Like, I know that I'm a threat. And he can openly say that. And like Cole, <laughs> who's like, yo, they're not going to be able to win challenges without me. Like, or anyways, he can, he can gas himself up like that. And it's because and it, it's true. And even with uh, Devin right there watching him, he still found a uh, a clue carved into a tree, which honestly I'm kind of kind of surprised that uh, Devin didn't see. Like you, you think that if you're watching him as much as you say that you are, then you would have saw that too. Yeah, 
he slipped up one time, and the one time he slipped up was with the time that uh, Joe actually found that yeah. clue to the idol. When it mattered. And then, then Joe, like that night, uh, laid himself out from the whale and kind of used his body to measure. I thought that was pretty clever. I was like, okay. I was like, how are you going to measure out four feet? And then he did it. I was like, oh, all right then. Yeah. Um, so that's basically the Blue Tribe in a nutshell. They got the two sides. Joe finds another idol. And so let's move on to the Red Tribe. And Red Tribe, we see once again, everybody's getting fed up with Cole and his eating habits and how he's... And and there was even a point where they're all sitting around camp and he's like, oh, well, we're eating rice, right? And they're like, well, I'm not hungry. We're well, we're all not hungry. And he was like, well, we, we need to eat something, right? And it was like, not if we're, like, we can't afford it right now. Like, Lauren, she was kind of funny in the moment, too. She was just like, well, you can sit there and talk all you want, but we, we're not we're not eating. We can't even afford to eat right now. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm ready to see Cole leave. Like, he's annoying to me. I I'd... I kind of want to kick him in his crotch. That's that's the kind of feeling that I get whenever I watch him. Um, <clears throat> I will say, like there was a little bit of a scare with Cole. He, um, I guess, the dude just didn't prepare his body at all for having to not eat or something like that. Ben Ben was like, yeah, he probably should have put on a few pounds before coming out, but the dude. <laughs> Like, he was laying there, and then he started shaking, and then he stood up, and then just fell over. Like, I feel like he was really lucky that Dr. Mike was there. Yeah. I was like, oh, Dr. Mike coming to the rescue for this no-good player. Yeah, that was pretty <laughs> crazy how, and I don't know if you caught this or not, but like, he stands up and he falls and just wham hits the ground and then as he hits the ground he's like what did you do, 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 do that or something yeah like I did stambers, like yeah I was wondering I thought for some reason that Mike said that no that was that was him when he like passed out he just like just like muttered some like gibberish but yeah. and then like he quickly was like whoa where am I yeah and so a part of me wondered whenever I saw it if he did that on purpose yeah, to get more it. food. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, I, I would believe it. I would believe that he did that. Yeah, I would. But if he did, that was like an Oscar winning performance there. I don't think he's got that much. <laughs> that was like, you could, he clearly just, bam, hit the ground. <laughs> maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe, or maybe he really, really won that rice. And maybe like, so. He's like, you know, I, I'm going to do what I got to do. All right. All right. Prepare. Prepare. Uh, concussion. <laughs> yeah, as soon as he, as soon as that happened, they were like, yep, no, we got to feed him some more food. We got to get him some liquids. And yeah. See, so. yeah, but, and maybe, maybe this is just them doing it to make people think this, but you could see as Lauren, right? Yeah. Lauren was watching him and, uh, he like looked over while they were talking about it and he kind of smirked about getting to eat more food. So that, that's what, that's what kind of made me think. That he, uh, <laughs> he, he may have faked it. All right. Well, what else is there? What was the uh, reward? Pizza. Um, now that's the kind of reward that I can get behind. I would definitely be excited about pizza, but everything I've heard about the Survivor pizza, the Fijian pizza, they said it's tasteless. It doesn't have any flavor. It's tastes like cardboard. It's like pretty, pretty famous in the Survivor community that Survivor pizza sucks. But I don't know if you, if if well, I'm out there, I'd be pretty pumped about. Yeah, I want to. I, I want to try. The Survivor exactly. Pizza for myself, just exactly. to see. Right. These people, they're just too haughty. <laughs> like, you're literally out there, you're starving. Maybe, or maybe not starving, but you're really hungry, and you're going to just eat the pizza and be like, oh, this is kind of bad. No. No. Like, if you're really that hungry, that food's going to taste amazing. So, I, I don't know. Like, it, 
I feel like in the moment that pizza is amazing. Uh, if you're playing the game, if you got maybe if I went out and bought it after just you know, oh yeah, this might be a good dinner, and then ate it, then maybe I would feel that way. But you can't tell me that as soon as they started eating that food that they were like, oh, this is the best ever. <laughs> yeah, I know. They seemed to really enjoy it at the moment. They yeah, didn't exactly. complain they, about it. They were like, oh, I get a whole pizza to myself. I, 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 I know. It was like, what, two full pizzas? Because like, they had ten yeah, pizzas. Yeah, ten there pizzas. Was four people. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah, that yeah. like... Uh, two and a half pizzas to themselves or something? I don't know. Something like that. So, but yeah. They, they, they definitely look like they were enjoying it. I don't care what <laughs> anybody says. And then... Uh, what the, was the challenge? That's they... what, I think it was where they had to go with the boat and then knock down the... Yeah, 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 yeah. Knock yeah. down the things of the slingshot. Free. That was probably the best showing that JP has had. Yeah, JP really showed out on that one. Yeah, the dude was like, you know, I didn't want to, but you know, I just kind of had to cowboy up, and I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't want people to, to uh, I don't ever want to be like the star of the show. But uh, this time, I, I saw that pizza, and I was like, I got to do it. I got I to gotta take down, <laughs> down those whatever yeah and then i think it was ben strive came in second so they got uh one pizza and then poor old the yellow tribe but <laughs> they didn't only lose immunity but they lost the reward challenge in that episode so yeah. didn't even get to eat any pizza before she left uh yeah. what was the immunity challenge no 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 we got that wrong we got that wrong Yellow Tribe did get to eat pizza. Oh, they did? Yeah, yeah, because BJ, we just talking about BJ. BJ was on the... Oh, yeah. So it was the, it it was was the Blue, Blue Tribe. Blue then. Tribe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. All right, then. we... That was Josh's fault. <laughs> <laughs> the immunity challenge? Yeah. Uh, that was the... Wasn't that the stocking? Yeah, oh, Yeah. Yeah, I was right. just talking about how I yeah. like that thing, yeah. and I forgot all about the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have some fun editing this. My brain is, like, melted. I don't know what. Listen, it's almost 10 o'clock, <laughs> so it's been a long day. <laughs> all right, so is there anything else from this challenge? It's it's Merge next episode. Yeah, Merge. I'm looking forward to that. Now the game actually starts. Yeah, now it's going to get interesting. Mm-hmm. It's a, what did somebody, Ryan called it something that like perfectly described the merge. What was it? I can't remember. I can't remember. Never mind. I didn't say anything. (laughs) I guess that's it for this episode. Yeah. We, uh, I'm, I'm enjoying this. I'm kind of right. Like I said, Chrissy is my favorite right now. Kind of sad that I know that Ben wins, but hopefully she makes it far. And hopefully she returns soon. Yeah. We definitely, we started getting a little quarantine crazy. So we had to, we had to break out of retirement, had to break <laughs> out of the, the hiatus and get back in here. Rewatch Survivor, being that we potentially won't get Survivor for a whole nother year. It's depressing. Survivor oh. should be coming up soon, but now it's not. They haven't even started filming 41 or 42. So it's depressing times and. Hopefully we're here to shed a little bit of light onto the Survivor community. Heck yeah. Join us. Watch it with us. Even <laughs> yeah. if you've watched it before. Watch along. Rewatch it with me. You can watch it for the first time along with Dustin. So you're getting two different uh, you know, point of views here from uh, uh, two so, different people. So. Yeah, a supposed super fan and a noob. <laughs> supposed super fan? What? Uh, I listen. I said what I said. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. So um, I guess that'll do it for this episode. But uh, we will be here again next week when we cover the merge and the episode after that. And um, yeah, we're, we're back. We're excited about this. And until next time, it's been Josh Mims and... I'm Dustin King. Hey, follow us on Twitter at 
Analyst Podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, follow us there. We might not post at all, but follow us anyways. Yeah, I know. If, if we get followers, then I'll post more. But who am I posting to right now? <laughs> Nobody. Okay. So. <laughs> right. So go follow. Go do it right now. It, it, it might be like, if you build it, they will come. <laughs> Nothing's been built, so. <laughs> Nobody's coming, so maybe I have to build something. <laughs> the oh, podcast man. of dreams. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we will see you next time. Later. Bye-bye.